camping out and it was very dry, and you can just walk to the woods and break a, a leaf, and that little fella, oh my, phew, you just can't see him. He's gone. So Brother Wood said, Brother Branham, I know a, a place down here that's got deep hollers. How many knows what a holler is? Oh, what part of Kentucky are you from? <laughs> that's what they call it down in Kentucky. Down here, I believe you call it a canyon or something where the water goes down the branch. And you get in those deep places and it's still damp and you can walk and not make noise. He said, but the old fella is an infidel. No, he hates preachers. And I'd only been in the country.
Let's all stand together this morning. Sing this with me. Oh, he this morning when he was on the cross I was on his mind amen but he's alive and well today and he's living in me to tell the world happy Easter to everybody this morning good to have our brother and sister back from Guyana again this morning God bless you and uh, sister Shirley's friend with her that's a granddaughter wow they're growing up aren't they sister Shirley amen we have a few written requests this morning we want to remember our sister Samantha Norrod in prayer that the Lord will just touch her and give her a speedy recovery. Also, uh, some of you may not know my, my aunt uh, Geraldine Yance. Uh, she is in a nursing home uh, as of yesterday, and the doctors uh, are giving her uh, 24 to 48 hours, they said, uh, to live. But she's, I think she's in her 80s. At, but this is uh, Brother Kenneth that sung with the Yance brothers. It's his wife. So just remember the family. And I think her daughter Donna was in an automobile accident as well yesterday so we remember that family in our prayer this morning also edward Connolly, this is uh laura pastor stepdad is in icu and needs a miracle touch from the lord so we remember that request as well this morning also we got the blast yesterday from our pastor to remember brother daniel gissendaner in our prayers uh is having a, a problem with his speech and but god can straighten that out can he amen also, we want to continue to remember our brother Ron. He ministered last night at the youth banquet, and you'd never know that, I'm sorry, the camp, you'd never know that our brother was taking 30 pills a day for chemo for cancer. He preached like you know, the world was on fire. But let's just continue to remember our brother Ron in prayer, that the Lord will just touch him in a special way. Also, Sister Vicki Tidwell, and we want to remember our youth and all those that are traveling as they leave the camp today, that God will just watch over them over the highways. You never know when you drive it on the highways anymore if you're going to be able to make it back home or not. But uh, Anyway, just remember the service today as well, that God will be with us here. We're looking for him to give us a visitation of his presence 
Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning, if you will. Amen. Our Heavenly Father, as we humbly come before your presence again this morning, Lord, we just want to thank you for this day. Lord, it means so much to us, Lord. You're the only one that ever laid your life down, but you said in three days I'll raise it up again. And Lord, you've done just that. And you proved that you're the one true and living God. We love you this morning and we thank you, Father, for your blessings to us. We thank you for the blood that was shed at Calvary for us, Lord. We pray that you'll just touch each of these requests that was written this morning, Lord. Every uplifted hand, may you just touch each request and have your way in the service today and on every part. Lord, the singing, the worship, the music, the minister of the word, knowing our ears to hear what you have to say to us. And we'll just give you the praise, honor, and glory for these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Are you happy to be here this morning? Somebody smile then. Act like you are this morning. Amen. Let's sing this song together. Hadn't sang this in quite a while, but I enjoy singing this song. It's key of A. Well, Mary came unto the tomb of Jesus, and the stone had moved, and the Lord had gone away. The angel said, Fear not, I know whom seek ye. Oh, he is risen. For this I heard him say, Oh, gone, the stone is rolled back, gone, the tomb is empty, gone, to sit at his father's side. Completed and don't wait 
He's living because he's in me. He's living in me this morning. Amen. Be blessed. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living. Whatever men may say, I see. Oh. 
walks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, He lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know He lives, He again. I serve the risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that He is living whatever men may say. I see His hand of mercy. I hear His voice of cheer. Oh, and just when I Oh, yeah. 
alive and well, living in me to tell the world. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let's sing this. There is a blood that calls to life that paid my Yeah. 
whole again nothing but the blood we'll let you have your seats this morning as we have our ushers to come and receive the morning offering for the service today you just give unto the lord and i know he'll bless every effort today i think we had a couple of birthdays this week uh, one of them was on friday i believe brother james holder celebrated his birthday we wish him a happy birthday and then yesterday, Sister Denise Ethington celebrated her birthday. Let's give them a big hand this morning. And we're also having another announcement here. There's going to be a BT Zoo trip. And that's going to be on Saturday, April the 22nd. And uh, I ask that you meet here at the church by 845. And they will be back around 2 p.m. So if you have any questions, please contact Brother Jonathan, Sister Amber, or Sister Christy. This is for the kids 12 and under, so remember that this morning. Sister Carrie, I believe, has got a song for us, so Carrie, if you'll make your way up today to sing for us, <clears throat> we'd appreciate it. dark lonely valley of a desert so dry 
grateful for that this morning. we have because he lived I can face tomorrow what a promise we have today praise the Lord good Friday about 3 p.m. our Lord passed from this life into an eternal realm body was in the grave on Saturday but praise God on Sunday morning he arose from the grave Rigor mortis could not take a hold of his body. Praise God. Corruption could not set in upon him. He was a master of corruption. What a risen Savior we serve this morning. Good to be in the house of the Lord with you to worship Jesus Christ. God's not dead. He's still alive. You know that little Pentecostal song? Let's put our hands together. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You love him this morning. We weren't born through the church. We were born at Pentecost. 
Our religion did not hold in Germany or in England or in the United States, but our citizenship is in, in the resurrection. He rose from the dead. Praise God. You believe it. Our religion is not a dead religion. He's alive and well this morning. You believe that. Put your hands together as the brethren come. This is the tithe you give to the Lord, and God bless you for uh, doing Oh, well, so. my God's not dead. Oh, and He's still alive. My God's not dead. No, He is still alive. Well, my God's not dead. Oh, He's still alive. Because I feel Him in my hands. I feel Him in my feet. Oh, I feel Him all over me. Well, my God is not dead. No, He is still alive. Oh, God. feeling this morning all over me. When I got up this morning, I felt him. When I took my first breath, I felt him. He's alive and well. Praise the Lord. Certainly appreciate the songs today. Praise God. What a lovely special we have there today. Appreciate that, Sister Cherry. God bless you. Amen. We need the grace and mercies of the youth as they're traveling back, I believe. They are guesstimating somewhere between 10 to 10.30 tonight, so we'll send out an announcement on their um, uh, ETA uh, to you to keep you posted. That's speculation right now, but you have two buses full of young people. It could be 2.30 this um, tomorrow, but anyways, we just remember them in prayer. I'm sure they had a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord and the meetings there. Uh, but we're here today to worship Jesus Christ, to celebrate our Lord God. He's alive and well. And you're glad there is an empty cross and there's an empty tomb. Praise God. Hallelujah. He is alive and well. And he's living in our hearts today by the grace of God. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to go with me now in a couple of scriptures um, I've chosen uh, for the backdrop of the message. Matthew chapter 28. Verse 
Remember, this is the end of the Sabbath. Uh, we know as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week came Mary Magdalene, the other Mary, to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. Praise God. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the, keep, uh, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. Go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you in Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. What a promise of the resurrection to the believers in this age. Uh, John chapter 11. Verses 23. This is at the grave of Lazarus. Jesus now speaking to Martha. He said, Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. You see, Jesus was preaching a rapture message in his day. Martha had already been believing for a rapture uh, translation. This is why she responded so quickly to the word. And she said, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Praise God. What a promise. It's only for the believers. And then the book of Romans 8 and 10. Romans 8 verse 10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life. Because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Praise God. And then one last place. Philippians 3 and 10. Paul speaking now to the Philippians, he said, That I may know him and the power of his resurrection that the, and the fellowship of his sufferings being made comfortable unto his death. What a desire that Paul had here. What a craving that Paul had in his spirit that he may know 
Christ in his resurrection. See, Paul had already witnessed Christ on the road to persecuting the saints of God. Acts chapter 2 as we see it. But here Paul is going even deeper in his walk with Christ. He said, you know, I, I saw him. I saw the pillar of fire. I saw Christ with my own eyes. He had witnessed the form of Christ in the form of the pillar of fire. But yet here, Paul now, when he was preaching to the Philippians, he said I, I, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Paul wanted to move beyond just uh, what he saw into a reality of what Christ was. He wasn't selling just now for just the mere image of what uh, he thought Christ is. But he's saying that I want to experience uh, Christ on a level beyond uh, the five senses of my body. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. He's saying that I want to have true intimacy with the power of God's Spirit. Not just to know him, not just to see him, not just to worship him, but to have the very life of Christ flowing inside of my veins. What a, what a holy, uh, awesome, honorable res- request that Paul made here. And I believe that God granted it. I want to speak to you on the resurrection power this morning. If you've got a need... Would you just slip your hands up, God, see your needs everywhere. Kind Heavenly Father, as we come before you once again on this resurrection day, we ask, dear God, that your sweet Holy Spirit will come into our mind and into our hearts and into every fiber of our being and permeate us with your Spirit today, Lord. May we leave behind every carnal things of the day and plans as we now sit at the feet of Jesus and be washed by the waters of the word. Help us, I pray. We submit ourselves to you in this audience. Bless our youths, Lord, as they're traveling back. Give them traveling mercies. Lord, we pray we're looking for a good testimony of your power and your grace in their lives. Bless us now as we sit around your table and feed on your word. As I believe that the bride is spirit filled. And word fed this morning. Have your way Lord in the service. Heal the sick amongst us. You see the hands that were lifted Lord. Whatever the need might be. On this resurrection morning. May there be a transformation. Oh God that move across every heart today. Under the sound of my voice. And let there be a miracle that will happen today, I pray, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the church says, Amen. God bless you now. You may be seated. We don't realize how much space some of the young people take up here in the church. Amen. Praise God. We love the youths. We appreciate them and what all that the Lord is doing in their lives. And we thank God for... The younger generation that God is raising up, because I believe out of those young people are going to come some preachers, 
and deacons and deacons' wives and no telling what all will happen because, see, we can't go on forever. We believe and we want to believe for a body change, and I'm believing for that, but either way, I'll be in a resurrection. When I go the way of the grave or if I transform from this uh, body into an eternal, immortal body, I'll be there in the rapture by the grace of God. You believe that? Now, the resurrection of our Lord was a marvelous display of power. We see a world that is so power crazed today. And uh, everybody is, uh, uh, there's such a power struggle in politics and religion. Leaders of the world rising up. Nations are rising up. Every nation wants to be the super nation, the super power. We see the atomic power as evoluted into even greater power, a laser power, and all the display of the atomics have now been explored in our scientific world. And the world is groaning and under a great surveil to know that there is something greater, something mightier, something more powerful than the human mind or scientific researches. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ was a display of the greatest power that was ever uh, display upon the earth to raise the dead body of our Lord from the tomb was as great a work as the creation of all things. That when God began to create from the beginning and said, let there be, the power of creation went into transformation and brought things that be not as though they were. And such was uh, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. It was in the form or in parallel to the creation of God. You see, what strikes me forcibly uh, is this, that no mere man going to his grave could say, I have power to take my life again. There's never been a man in history. There's not been any philosophers or any prophets that has ever declared such statement as Jesus said that I have power to take my life and uh, to, to, to lay it down and to take it again. Look at John 10 verses 17 through 18. Therefore do it my father love me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No man taking it from me, but I lay it down of myself. You see, Satan didn't take Jesus' life. The grave could not hold him. The cross could not keep him. No power of gravitation could hold the power of creation. He said, no man take my life. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment I have received of my Father. 
Never a man as great a man there were and prophets of all. No man on earth has ever declared such a testimony. The lay down my life and I'll raise it up within three days. You see, the departure of life leaves the man necessarily powerless and he cannot restore himself uh, to life, the natural man. And yet Jesus said, I have power to take my life again. And he proved it. Not only did he make a statement, but he proved it this morning. What God says will come to pass. If you're holding to a promise, it shall come to pass. If God has given you a sure word of prophecy, he'll bankrupt heaven before his word goes into question. You believe it? And I believe he has promised in this last day there'll be a church that'll rise up out of the ruins and dust of Laodicea in the power of his resurrection. You believe that? Such strange power. That spirit of Christ which had traveled through the underlands and upwards to the eternal glory had power to return and to re-enter that incorruptible body of Jesus Christ. Listen, friends, David well prophesied this event. He said in Psalm 16 and 10, For thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will thou suffer thine only one to see corruptions. You see, corruption had no power upon his body because his body was a spoken word body. His body was not uh, uh, the seed of Joseph uh, or the egg of Mary. It was the creation of God. He was the very creation of God. He was the spoken word seed of God. He was the woman's seed that was to bruise the serpent's head. Hallelujah. He was creation of the first fruit, the first one coming into maturity. Supernaturally, the dead and buried one makes himself alive again by the power of resurrection. The nails could not destroy the cell in his body. The grave could not hold him in the grave. The grave clothes could not confine him. There was no corruption inside of his being. The power of God was inside of him. You believe it? Pardon me. And I say this is a marvelous thing. Amen. The miracle of his resurrection. Think about it. The most amazing miracle, the most marvelous thing that you can ever, ever hear of and witness was the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Oh, great men came and gone. Those that have been resurrected from the dead only came forth because Jesus called them out of the dust of the ground. When I say, when I speak of him, the master of creation, he had the power to lay down and pick it back up again by quickening power upon his life. 
You believe it? He was master over death. Even when death seems to have mastered him, he entered the grave as a captive, but left it as a conqueror. You believe it? He went from a captive to a conqueror, praise God. And friends, I say to you this morning that are under the sound of my voice, I don't care what captivity you have been in this morning, by the power of the resurrection, you will leave the church a conqueror. You believe it? He was compassed by the bonds of death, but he could not be held by them. Bonds could not hold him. The chains could not hold him. Oh, the grave clothes could not keep him there. And I say to you today that are bound up in some grave clothes, come out of it in Jesus' name. We believe in the power of the resurrection. You believe it? Even his burial garment, uh, in it he came to life. From those wrappings, uh, he unbound himself. From the sealed tomb, he stepped into liberty. Hallelujah. I say to you, saints of God, sickness cannot cannot bind you. Demon power cannot hold you. Satan's plans cannot be carried out. Because the power of resurrection has been loosed upon the church. You believe it today. His power was the first fruit of our resurrection. Now you understand that the first fruit what the, was the wave chief offering of the harvest. Praise God. It was the first one that actually was right. It was not the harvest, but it was the first fruits. You see, we have been giving a part of the first fruits. Romans 8 tells us that to wish the redemption of our body. We've been given the earnest expectation. We've been giving a down payment. Hallelujah. You believe that? It is the quickening power of God that's inside of you. That God has sent the Holy Spirit as an earnest deposit upon your life. But some morning between 6 and 9, hallelujah, you are going to come out of this grave close into a resurrected body. Close in immortality. You believe it, church? Praise God. Amen. Sometimes we treat this body as though it's the raptured. Our last finality of it, it is actually the last and the worst of you. That's right. This is, the, this is just the shadows of what you are. But praise God, there's a reflection somewhere else. Glorious a theophany body, a glorified form that was spoken by God before the beginning. Amen. They call it UFOs. They see these lights going around, UFOs. It's your theophany, hallelujah. Amen. It's investigating angels. It's that angel of God that was dispatched. Waiting, washing over your lives. When you could have been in a horrible wreck. When your life could have almost ended. That light of God that was released from a celestial ram dropped down around you. And said, not today, Satan. You believe it? 
Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15, 20-24. And now is Christ risen from the dead and became the first fruits of them that sleep. For since by man came death, but man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all died, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits. Afterward, they that are Christ's as it at his what? Coming. This is the rapture of the church. You believe that? You see, we which are alive and remain shall not hinder them which are asleep. For the, the trump of God shall sound first, and the dead in Christ shall rise. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the saints in the air. It'll be a rapture. Now this resurrection power is just as vital today and just as real to every predestinated seed that believes it. As sons and daughters of God, we possess resurrection power. There is a force lying within us to defy gravitation. You believe that? It is there. Nothing below have the power to keep us down. Oh, praise God. We are controlled by an upward power. Praise the Lord. And this old body might be getting old. And our shoulders may be bending. And gravitation might be pulling us down. But I want you to know the other part of you is pulling you upwards. Because resurrection power will pull us up into the presence of God. We are controlled by an upward power. You believe that? What a, what a, what a, what a power that God has given us. An unseen force. Amen. A solar power. Praise the Lord. When this body is bending, God is pulling. Praise God. When sickness is increasing, Holy Ghost is increasing. You believe it, my friends. This is not the last of you. This is not the best of you. The best is yet to come. You believe that? This is only the best house that you're living in. Going to the body house that God has for you. You believe that? Oh, yes. We're controlled by a solar power. One that operates from the celestial realms. The resurrection power. This Holy Ghost power is residing in our bodies this morning. You believe it? Think about it. That power that's laying within our bodies. That even even uh, uh, when, uh, when they, they took... Uh, a dead man and threw him upon the bones of Elisha. There was so much quickening power of God and the elements of God hanging in the chemistry of his bone that a man that had been dead, no telling how many days, suddenly got shot with the electric power of the Holy Ghost and stood up upon his feet. You believe us? 
I can hear them say, who called my name? What happened to me? I tell you what happened. The power of resurrection shook a hold of him. You believe it? So will it be one of these mornings. Hallelujah. When rigor mortis set in and your body decay in the grave and goes back to just one spoon of ashes. Suddenly, my friends, when the resurrection power of God strike that little bit of element, the creative power of God will take on over that and suddenly you're into a brand new body again by the power of the resurrection. You believe it? You see, the power of our Lord's resurrection is an evidencing power. It is not something of which we just speak of. It is very visual. It is tangible. You can feel it. You know it. You sense it. You experience it. You are one with it. It is an evidencing power of God in the church. It is likened to a seal which is set to a document to prove its authenticity. Love what Red Ram said in a message, what is the Holy Ghost night in 59? He said, that's what the Holy Ghost is. It's the seal of God that you found grace in His sight. And He loves you. And He believes you. And He puts His seal upon you. Hallelujah. You talk about resurrection power of the Holy Ghost that God seals you with His Holy Spirit. Ah. My, you've got grace, you've got love, and he believes in you. Think about it. The God of creation believes in you. The God of the creation has confidence in you. You believe it? Signifying a finished work by spirit-filled lives this morning. I'm talking about a power that causes us to live holy lives. To be free from sin's dominion. You believe that? To overcome every habit and lust known to man. To walk in righteousness that comes from God alone by faith in Jesus Christ. To obtain this power is to know Christ in the power of his resurrection. No wonder Paul says that sin shall not have dominion over you. Because Jesus Christ destroyed every fabric of sin. You believe that? Yes, he destroyed the very fabrics of sin. You may feeling some of the consequences from unbeliefs, but I'll say sin has been destroyed. The power of sin has no hold upon a child of God. You've got dominion over sin by the power of the resurrection. You believe it this morning. I love what the Apostle Paul says. The Apostle Paul speaks of this kind of resurrection power. He had a profound inner longing to know Christ. And that hunger came from his own deep cry for holiness. You see, the apostle had a revelation about the resurrection of Christ. And this resurrection had to do with Christ's power. You believe that? 
Listen, if you are going to be a believer in this age that overcome, it is Christ's power that does it in your lives. If you're going to have victory over habits and addictions and habitual things, it's become, sir, the power of the cross. You believe it? Look at Romans 1 with me quickly. Paul writes and he says, Romans chapter 1 and verses 3. Jesus Christ our Lord was made of the seed according to the flesh. Declared to be the Son of God with what? Power. According to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Understand that the spirit of holiness was to know him in the power of his resurrection. If you're going to live holy... If you're going to have righteousness, it comes from the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. You believe it? Because all our righteousness are filthy rags. Only Jesus has the power to destroy sin. You believe it? Yes, it is an evidencing power. And it's not enough to talk about the message. You must have the evidencing power. It's not enough just to say you're a Christian. It's not enough just to say you're the bride. I declare to you, you must feel the resurrection power in your lives. We have many technical Christians who know the phrases of godliness, but know not the power of godliness. We have ritualistic Christians who treasure the outward but know not the power. But Paul says that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. You believe it? Hallelujah. I'm not looking to practice religion. I'm not just looking to be associated with technical Christians who are familiar with phraseologies, but someone that's been in contact with Jesus Christ when he rose up from the grave, that power of resurrection is in their bodies to make them live an overcoming life. You believe it? We have many moral religionists, and they also know not the power. But there is an evidencing power in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that you may feel it even right now as I preach. You cannot have too much holy confidence. You ought to be saying, God, let me feel that resurrection power pastor is preaching about. Oh, the apostle Paul craved this resurrected life Denying his own righteousness, he writes in Philippians 3 and 9, to be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. It's all in Christ. Your righteousness is in the power of his resurrection. If he didn't raise up from the grave, our religion was just as dead as any religion out there. But resurrection morning, there was a celebration of the greatest miracle that ever happened on the earth. Christ rose up. Praise God. Just think if he went to the grave and he didn't rise up, amen, we would have no power today. 
sin will not have power over our lives. We will be aimlessly walking through a world of religion. We will be just like the Buddhists or the Mohammedans or the Sikhs or the Jains or other religions with just a myth and a mental conception. But friends, Jesus Christ is more than a mental religion. It's a feeling of His power on resurrection morning. You believe it? Oh, I love that. I he further wrote in Colossians 1 and 27, he said, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of his mystery amongst the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. You see, friends, uh, Satan cannot keep God down. Not only is he risen, but he's inside of us. And even though Satan again is trying to crucify him and to bind him again, the power of resurrection lying within us will defy the devil today. Believe it. Hallelujah. You find yourself so oftentimes you go through a dark place. You're in a shadow. You seem like you'll never come out of this tunnel. But yet somehow you find yourself aiming on the other side. Praise God. Something within you that just pulls you right out of that channel into light. It's the power of the resurrection. And you think you can't go another day. You think that this is it. And this is your Good Friday evening. And this is the end of you. And maybe you go through a day of death and you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But there comes a Sunday morning. Hallelujah. Where something rises up inside of you and pushes aside every unbelief and doubts. And you can lift your hands back up and say, praise God, I'm alive and well. You believe that? Knowing him in the power of resurrection uh, meant to possess uh, the literal life uh, of Christ. Praise God. You know you can't kill God. God cannot be killed. When Satan tries to afflict your body with sicknesses, he can't kill God. He tries everything he can to destroy your plans, your vision, your purpose, your destiny. But he can't kill God. He knows veil inside of that body is a purpose. It's a power of resurrection. Why do you think hell has broke loose against you? Because you're carrying something dynamic inside of you. Praise God. You're carrying something very forcible inside of you. Praise God. All this flesh might be destroyed, but the God on the inside can never be destroyed. You can't kill God. Resurrection power is inside of you. You believe that? Yes. Paul says knowing him in the power of resurrection means that we possess eternal life, a literal life of Christ inside of us. And know it that's not all things. And know it's all things. Not in 52. I love the word Brother Bram used here. It's a Greek word. He said Zoe, which means the life of God. And you can become an offspring of God 
and God can hurt you without hurting himself. You believe that? What God is punishing, God don't punish his children. He must tell he might chastise you, but God never punishes his children. You see, God, God can hurt you without hurting himself. You believe it? Watch that again now. Zoe means the life of God. And you become an offspring of God. And God can hurt you without hurting himself. You've got to get the revelation that you are God's priority. That God lives for you. That God loves you. That God adores you. That you're a child of God. You're an offspring of God. You came out of the lineage of God. Zoe life resides inside of you. You are now a new creation. You believe that? The new life which God gives us is part of the new creation. And links us to the heavenly and the divine. Praise God. That's why you have these desires to want to pray. And you have these desires to want to worship. And you have these desires to, Lord, I just want to be in the house of God. I just want to have this time of in intimacy with God. I want to have this, uh, this special prayer, this special time with Almighty God. You know why? Because uh, there is a new life uh, residing inside of you. There is a new creation that links us to this atmosphere of the supernatural. The new life which God gives us is part of the new creation. The life-giving power of the resurrection of Christ links us to a creative power of God within us. You believe it? Praise God. Hallelujah. Even a man in his backslidden condition, if he's a child of God, has that ability of creation within him. Because once you're a child of God, you always are a child of God. You believe that? Amen. So it links us to the creative power of God that's within us. The resurrection power, I believe, is operating at this present time with a quickening power on our spoken word. You believe that? What Brother Bram said here in the message, uh, uh, God hiding in simplicity, not in 63. Listen to this. You stand unadulterated, a born-again son and daughter of God, with the life of God in you, to speak a word of creation. Let this mountain be moved, and it will mind you, praise God. What is it? The resurrection power of God links us to a creative power that's within us. Hallelujah. We're sons and daughters of God. We'll just simply speak the word of God. And suddenly there is supernatural manifestation upon their words. This is why it's so careful what we say as Christians. It's so careful what we speak as children of God. Listen to another message, seeking uh, after Jesus. 1953, he said, the life of God in us. Now we become sons of God. That's what makes you believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what makes you believe. You can't help it, but you believe it. 
That spirit of God on the inside that says yes to the word of God. It makes us believe what the word says. And it materializes our faith. Lord, I believe it. Lord, I believe it. Lord, I receive it. That resurrection power inside of us just says, says the word. And what is spoken, it begins to materialize through faith. Now, would you understand this power would destroy any strongholds in our lives? Strongholds is the power of reasonings through our mental capacity. When you possess resurrection power, it is it cancels out every reasoning against the supernatural manifestations in your lives. You see, the reasoning, the power of reasoning tells you that you can't. The power of reasoning will tell you if you throw a ball up in the air, it has to come down by the law of gravity. But faith within us goes beyond the laws of gravitation. Our earthly laws, we operate by a supernatural law of God inside of us that moves us beyond the elements of these five senses into the sixth sense of faith to believe God. You believe it? It's called, he calls those things that be not as though they were in Romans chapter uh, 4 and verses 17, uh, the Bible says that uh, even though that Abraham uh, was looking at things before him that seems very real and very tangible and very realistic, yet Abraham uh, moved beyond the shadows of the natural ram, and he called those things that be not as though they were resurrection power pulls the unseen things against the reason into tangible manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Your faith reaches out there into the unseen world and touch that miracle and pulls it into the physical realm that you're in by the super faith of Jesus Christ. You believe it? It calls into view the things that you're believing God for. Hallelujah. Amen. Six senses, five senses of the body will never be able to do that. You have to move beyond the elements of reasoning and imagination and conscience and see, taste, feel, smell, and hair and move into the channel of God's power of the resurrection to see those things this morning. You believe it? Oh, yes. It calls those things that be not as though they are. Praise the Lord. Amen. To where we say, Lord, it is not through the human senses that I'm serving you, but through the faith sense. You realize this morning as Christians uh, possessing the resurrection power that our faith does not lie through the five senses of the body that we live in. But we move beyond reason. We move beyond conscious. We move beyond the elements of things before us. Into a, a world that is unknown to the human eyes. Into a celestial dimensions. 
amen, where miracles are being generated to be dispatched upon sons and daughters of God. You believe it? The old song says there is a miracle in the making. You believe that? Amen. One just for you. Amen. There's a miracle in the making. Right now in the celestial dimension, God is working on your testimonies. God's working on your requests. Amen. He's creating that thing that you've spoken by the mouse. Amen. And it'll catch up with your revelation. And suddenly you'll step right into your miracles. You believe it? You know, there's actually more going on in the unseen world than there is in the natural world. You believe that? What we see here is just light, cosmic lights and images and, 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 and different things that are passing through this room. This is just lights. Amen. I see you, but there's a light between us. Amen. That's why some morning, hallelujah, our eyes will speed up into a faster dimension and we'll start seeing the reappearing of our loved ones. That's when we pass uh, this element uh, of lights into the transformation of the supernatural and things will materialize. You believe that? You know your eyes is very deceptive. That's right. What you think is a, a certain thing is really just a deception of your eyes. It's because of gases and, and the elements of chemistry that bring those things in the atmosphere that forms a certain color or a certain imagery. But in God's sight, it'll all pass away. Praise God. And the real presence of the unseen will come into our preview. The real you, the real believers, the real supernatural, the real heavenly place that the believers dwell. You believe that? Do you love them this morning? Oh, I love it. It calls those things you desire which be not as though they are. It causes the miraculous to materialize. It moves us to go beyond the elements of our flesh. When the Holy Spirit fills our bodies, we are changed from corruption to incorruption. You believe it? You're changed from corruption to incorruption. Hallelujah. How deceptive this body is. It lies to you and tells you you're sick when you're not sick. You can actually believe you're sick and you'll be sick. You go to the doctor and they're proven through uh, many of the great uh, scientific research that before surgery is ever made, those who possess the ability to be positive, uh, have a shorter recovery time than those that goes under knife with a negative uh, preview of life. You know why? Because this is a shadow. This is the corruption of everything that you see here. It's not even. It's not even real. It's fake. This is fake, friends. Amen. It's not real, but it's the spirits. That I'm speaking to this morning in that soul realm that came from God. That I'm trying to break beyond the surface of this flesh into the cell of God where the germatized seed is. You believe it? We're changed from corruption to incorruption. Your body's corrupted. Think about it. 
is corrupted. It tends to believe the worst, to hold to the, to the worst. It's constantly failing you every day. It's failing you. Cells are dying in your bodies. Every day, every hour, every moment, every split second, you're aging because of the fall in the Garden of Eden. The curse of sin is trying to grab a hold of that corruption. But praise God, there's a higher power that's pulling on the incorruptible bodies that God has for you. Oh my, what a spiritual place. I believe that God is bringing this church. A spiritual body residing in a natural body. Hallelujah. We're not, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. And so, as you believer are in this world and not of this world, so is your soul in that body, but not of this body. It's pulling to a higher dimension. It moves us beyond the elements of our carnal flesh that wants to doubt and see the negative things of unbeliefs. It can't. It will not. It's not going to happen. This is going to happen. I tell you what's going to happen. Faith is going to burst in your spirit and supernatural will manifest. You believe that? Spiritual body residing in a natural body. Let me put it this way. We are trapped in a, a, a corrupt house right now but inside of you is a spiritual you that longs for a complete change of residence hallelujah oh no wonder we sing the song we shall be changed something pulling the higher dimension that spiritual you inside of you is longing for a complete change of residence and it will come and I will wait till my change come Job said in Job 14 and 14 if a man die shall he live again all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come you believe it? Oh, there's something inside of us that's longing for a permanent residence. You live every day in the ifs and the nows and the uncertainties. The only thing that's real about you is that soul that's been regenerated by the power of the resurrection life of Christ. That's the only real thing that's inside of you right now. Otherwise, you live a life of wonder, worry, distress, uncertainties, fear, and all these things. But if you search deep inside of you, there's a spiritual you inside that's crying out for the supernatural. You believe it? And the Apostle Paul puts it like this in 1 Corinthians 15 and 54. For this corruption must put on incorruption. Hallelujah. For this corruption must put on incorruption. Are you looking forward to that day where you get up and there's no more pains? No more sorrows. No more heartaches. No more plans. No more worries. Hallelujah. No more dilemmas. No more stress. No more heartaches. No more uncertainties. You step right into another dimension of your permanent residence. Do you believe it? Can you shout amen this morning? Do you believe it? 
Oh, yes. You cannot corrupt a certified seed. A germicide seed of God cannot be corrupt. Incorruptible power will cancel out all corruptions around us. Praise God. You won't be worrying about anything about the past. Amen. And the present. All you'll be looking forward to is the future. You won't have to worry about who you're going to marry, when you're going to marry. Amen. What's going to happen? When is going to happen? It's going to just happen one day. You believe that? It'll happen one day just as you slap your finger. Amen. Everything that God has for you will come into fruitation. You believe it? Amen. Corruption of flesh and the influence of Laodicea can never overcome our resurrection power on the inside of a child of God. Now I'm here to say that resurrection power repels all corruption. You fight for it. Amen. You're fighting for your healing. You're fighting for your sanity. You're fighting for your clarity. You're fighting for your rights as a son of God in this dimension. You're praying, you're crying, you're begging, you're interceding, and you're pushing. And all the while you're pushing, you don't realize that you're pushing out something that's there inside of you. It's called burst pains. The Holy Ghost, amen, someday is going to transform you. Let me say this to you, church. All the pain and the agony, you're only headed to the labor room to be delivered from this best house. You believe it? Church problem, family problem, sicknesses, amen, economics problems. Amen. Habituary. Amen. Inherited things in your bodies. You feel like sometimes you're going to lose your mind. And you feel like you're going and spinning in a downward spiral. But I say push like you never pushed before. Push on in the name of Jesus. There's a child that's coming forth. Your deliverance is coming. Praise God. Hallelujah. Every time you turn, it seems like Satan hits you with another labor pain. Amen. And they're getting closer and closer and closer. And you're dilating. Soon you're going to be delivered by the grace of God. Amen. The power of God is going to strike your body. Push like you never pushed before. Lord, I believe it. I can feel it. I taste it. I believe in the power of God. Amen. Do you love him? The token of the Holy Ghost brings us into resurrection power. You believe it? Amen. In the token message, 1964, you must present the token when you are subject uh, you are subject for the resurrection because the resurrection power is already in you. The token is the resurrection power. How many has got the token? Show Satan your token. Show Satan your token. Sickness has to leave. Unbelief has to leave. Amen. Show Satan your token. You believe it? Hallelujah. Well, I just don't feel worthy enough. Amen. I, none of us are. Amen. I just don't feel righteous enough. You got it right. It's not your righteousness. It's his righteousness. Amen. You believe it? Just present your token in Jesus' name. My family is safe. 
My family's here. My children is here. My body's here. My church is here. All my relationship is here. Come on, church. Satan has to go in Jesus' name. Resurrection power is moving. You believe it? Push out in Jesus' name. I believe it. Amen. The Easter Sea of Lightning 65. Uh, listen, the prophet says, uh, we are your creatures in a prayer. With the resurrection power within us, Lord. Amen. We are God's creation with resurrection power within us. It's within you, church. It's within you, church. Amen. Don't let the enemy keep you in grave clothes. Don't let the devil keep you in the grave. You already came out of the grave. When Christ resurrect, you resurrect with him. You believe it? Yes, your creatures with the resurrection power within us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Sometimes I get up in the morning, I don't feel like a Christian. But it don't change who I am inside. Amen. I didn't call myself. He called me. Amen. I'm not my own. It's his calling. I didn't call myself. Christ called me. I didn't seal myself. Christ sealed me. I didn't put resurrection power inside of me. Christ did it. I can't take it out if God put it there. Glory. And someday I'll be going where I came from in Jesus' name. You believe it? Have you ever tried quitting? Try it. For peace sake, try it. You want to last 24 hours. Amen. You're done with this. This is nothing but a false religion. You don't even believe in God anymore. The message is nothing but just a confusion. Try it. Amen. Somewhere right about the 24 hours up, you find yourself deep down inside. Love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not psychology. No, it's not. It's not telepathy. That doesn't come from the mind. That comes from something deeper on the inside. It's from the soul. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you've been birthed from the soul ram, you can't quit God. Because God is there. Hallelujah. Your mind can't reason it. Your conscience can't reason it. Your intellect cannot deny it. Because God is down on the inside. You believe it? Put your hands together and give the Lord a good clap offering. This power of resurrection lifts you up above carnal things. Resurrection means rise above it. You believe that? The maturity of the revealed word has turned us back again to full Pentecostal power. Hallelujah. You believe it, friend. Our religion is not in Luther. Amen. Our religion is not in Wesley. Our religion is not even Azusa Street. Our religion started on the day of Pentecost. You believe it? With the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, that's the first church. That's the last church. That's the Alpha Bride and the Omega Bride. Oh, glory. There's a church that's on our way to body change. You believe it? The bride of Christ is in the resurrection power of the Son of Man to be fully mature in this age. In the evening messenger, Brett Bram says now, so the church is in its complete maturity now. Praise God. I can't help what I am. Seed. 
I'm not shuck. I'm not husk. I'm not, I'm not stock. I'm not tassel. Amen. I'm grain. Praise God. Amen. The tassel doesn't mature. And shuck doesn't mature. But the seed will mature. The seed will go back to what it was. And if you're a seed, you're going back to what God has declared for you in this age. You believe it? So the church is in its complete maturity now. This is the declaration of the last day bride. Full consummation is complete maturity. Praise God. While the germ seed in the soul is maturing, the flesh is corrupting. Are you with me now? This is why Satan comes to us many times and says, you're not even a child of God. Amen. This happened and that happened. You see, this corruption must put on incorruption. What is happening is uh, incorruption on the inside is growing. uh, And corruption on the outside is dying. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. No devil in hell can keep that seed of God down. You believe it? Resurrection power, transforming power moves us to fly higher. Amen. And all we can do sometimes is, Lord, I love you. Amen. Lord, I love you. Amen. All you got to do is make two flops. Amen. Resurrection power will take you higher. Soar like an eagle. Amen, my friends. I said, soar like an eagle. I used to have a plaque in my office, and it's got an eagle soaring by itself. And it says, eagles don't... Eagles don't come in a pack. Eagles uh, soar by themselves. Amen. You don't find them, amen, in groups. You find them uh, singly soaring in the sky. Hallelujah. Are you soaring this morning? It's eagle time. It's the anointing of the hour. It's Easter time. It's resurrection time. It's Easter celebration. Do you believe it? It's the greatest miracle that ever happened. It's Easter. Hallelujah. In the Easter seal, 1965, the chicken might not have been all right one day. But this is eagle hour. Hallelujah. The chickens might have been all right one day. But this is eagle time. Amen. Eagle time. Are you an eagle? I don't say you're not in a valley. But are you an eagle? You might even be in a moping season. You might even been blown down by a storm of life down in a valley in a cave somewhere. But let me tell you something. The winds of Pentecost is getting ready to blow again. Hallelujah. Beat off unbelief and sin off of you and get ready for a solo flight. Amen. That eagle sometimes he gets so, so bowed down with all the sores of unbeliefs. Amen. And all the tumor of doubts across his head and his intelligence uh, that God sometimes has to just blow him down in a valley for a little while. Hallelujah. It's in there where he finds the real him, the spiritual person inside of him uh, as he hit his head against the revelation of Jesus Christ. And every once in a while, the pastor will fly over him and scream and come out of her, my people. And drop a handful on purpose. Uh, let me say this. You're not born to live in a valley. You're born to fly this morning. You believe it? Oh, I love that. Uh, 
chicken might be all right one day, amen, but this is eagle hour. Pardon me, you believe it? We're under the flying eagle's anointing. Amen. That is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is leading the eagles of today. White dove. Amen. Dove leading eagles. Are you with me? Are you with me now? Amen. White eagle. Dove leading eagles in this hour. John on the out of Patmos saw the last day bright church. Look at Revelation 4 and verses, uh, verses 7. Church, let me say this. Amen. There was a great speck of bird that came in this age. You believe that? There was a great speck of bird. Hallelujah. Amen. White eagle leading. Amen. The dove leading the eagle. In Revelation 4, 7. And the first beast which I saw like a lion. And the second beast like a calf. And the third beast as a face as a man. And the fourth beast was what? Like a flying eagle. You call a fly church. Amen. Get up and fly in Jesus' name. The last message that went forth, there came a flying eagle. It's eagle time. Reveal word time in this age. Eagles are not earthbound. Amen. Resurrection life is in them to soar higher this morning. And I want you to know today that eagles are especially built to break free from besetting sins, bondages, and carnality of corruptions. You believe it? Amen. What an hour that we're living in. You're losing gravitation from the pool of Sodom in this age. And Babylon will never get the best of you. Amen. You are coming out of Babylon. Babylon is going to go in a downward spiral. And she's fallen. All of her inhabitants. The Bible says Babylon is fallen. It's fallen. Revelation 14. And become the habitation of every unclean spirit. Amen. Babylon means confusion. You're not living in confusion. You're a child of God here. I got a clear word of prophecy for you. What's happening in your life is exactly ordained of God to happen. And no devil in hell can alter God's plans. Amen. Because no son and daughter of God will ever live in confusion. You believe it? He's not the author of confusion. Do you believe that, my friends? The angel of the Lord called and said, Come out of Babylon, my people. Come out of the mess Mass confusion and be part, not partaker of our plagues, Euphrates, demons, amen, that's striking the religious world right now. My, you ever see a spirit of religion striking the churches? I'm not just talking about denomination, even in the message ranks. But praise God, at the night of the Passover, that that angel could not strike where the revealed word was. Those that had the token that that angel had to go past around them. And if you're under the revelation of this blood word I'm preaching, death cannot hold you. Sin cannot destroy you. You're coming up by the grace of God. You believe it? Oh, what an hour that we're living in. Rise with resurrection power and trim your lamps this morning. I believe it's lamp trimming time. You believe that? It's time to rise up and say, Lord, as I try to come to a close, Lord, I want to trim my lamp. 
Amen, Lord. My, my light has not been that bright. And I know that my wick is dipped in the Holy Ghost. But I've allowed some sun to get upon the tip of my lamp. Lord, send the Holy Ghost and trim my lamp in Jesus' name. It is coming out of Babylon and going into Christ, the revealed word. You believe it? This is striking both the true vine and false vine is coming to maturity. You believe it? The power of God has taken a bride to the sky. The ripening terrors are being bound for the burning. Look at this in the church head series. Brett Ram said, for we, uh, we, we further learn that the, these two vines uh, would uh, grow side by side until the end of the ages. When both would come to maturity, both should be harvested. The false vine would not overcome and destroy the true vine. But neither would the true vine be able to bring the false vine into the saving relationship with Jesus Christ. Listen, you are what you are. You either are a seed of God or you're not. There's some people you can pour the washing of the water all over them and they can't see it because they've already come to their maturity. But there's some you pour the revelation of the word upon their life and suddenly their eyes are open to the revelation. You believe it? Why? There's no resurrection power in them to be transformed. We have come to the point of realization, recognizing who we are. And I say that resurrection power brings us into realization. You believe that? When a child of God recognizes their true identity, it empowers them to live life of victory in their lives. Listen to the message, expectations. So musicians, get ready to come now. 1953, he said, they only realize who you are. Your sons and daughters of God, heirs of the kingdom right now. We are kings. Claim your legal rights. Don't let Satan press anything on you. You're of God. And he has got no rights to hold it. The transforming power of the resurrection makes us join heirs with Christ. You believe this? Amen. Meaning all that Christ had redeemed is our legal possession, our salvation, our heritage, our healing, our provision. We just walk right into it as an inheritance. Believe that. Romans 8, 16. Listen, and the Spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Verse 17. And if children heirs and heirs of God and join heirs with Christ. Our name is on the checkbook. Hallelujah. Just write the check in Jesus' name. You believe it? Join heirs with Christ. Joint account. Hallelujah. The old account has been settled Long ago, you're not joint heir with Jesus Christ. You believe that? Do you literally believe that? You are joint heir with Jesus Christ. You've got the checkbook, a miracle in your hands, and all you got to do is write the check and send it in. Hallelujah. Because the deposit has already been made at Calvary, and on resurrection morning, he confirmed the resurrection. Why is it that people live in such a roller coaster relationship with their faith this morning? Why? Because they have not experienced the resurrection power. One day they believe, the next day they doubt. 
because they limit the resurrection power to lift them above the magnet of things not seen. The devil has obscured many people's vision and faith to catch up with their miracles. The anointed bride is coming higher in Jesus' name. You believe it? I pray God anoint your eyes as he did Gehazi. Amen. Well, all I see is horsemen and chariots. All I see is all the hills is covered with all these warriors. Come over here, Gehazi. Let me anoint your eyes. Let me anoint your eyes with the bleeding word of this age. Let me anoint your eyes with the revelation of Jesus Christ. Let me wash you by the washing of the water uh, of the word. Uh, and then you'll see the miracles of God. You'll believe that. Ask God to circumcise your faith and cut off all the surplus foolishness and unbelief upon your life. And let him conform, let him today perform an operation that will set your faith free today. From fretting, pessimism, skepticism, confusion, unbeliefs, disbeliefs, make-beliefs. Resurrection power is back in the church. You believe that? Listen, I'm seeing churches. I'm trying to quit. Brother Ram said, "With the resurrection, with the, with the restoration of the word, will come the restoration of what power." You believe it? Hallelujah. We we don't have authority. We have power. You believe that? We have no authority. We have power. What kind of power? Resurrection power. Holy Ghost power. Is bringing a spontaneous whirl of face of our healing and body translation. Resurrection power is never defeated by circumstances nor dilemmas. It masters all circumstances. Perfect power, resurrection power is perfect faith. In a perfect faith, not in... And 6 to 3, Brother Ryan said, perfect faith is the master of all circumstances. Perfect faith, master of circumstances. No matter what it is, it masters it. The force of resurrection within a child of God pushes them beyond carnal reasons. Beyond human senses. Into the spheres where spiritual things are happening. It's a supernatural operation that brings a connection between the unseen and the seen. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ has been caught up within our souls. You believe that? And now who I know who I am, who I am, Lord. Who I am is a revelation of who I am. Naturally, I'm the son of uh, Yusuf and Nelly Hammond, but spiritually, I'm a gene of God. You believe that? There's a change taking place inside of you this morning. You believe it? Do you feel it? Resurrection power is lifting you off the gravitation and pull of Laosia. And we are at this season to see the repairing of our loved ones. Praise God. Suddenly you'll be in the mirror combing your hair. Amen. And suddenly someone appear in the background. Praise God. 
Did my eyes deceive me? No, that's your loved one reappearing. That's why they'll be released right before the resurrection. Amen. Reappearing upon the earth. Amen. Letting you know the rapture is close. You believe it? The rapture is on hand then. Resurrection power will snatch us from the earth to glory. How many wants to be included in this resurrection power? How many really wants to be included in this resurrection power? Listen, closing now, Red Ram said, identify Christ. Oh, Lord, send the Holy Ghost in a prayer just now, somehow, into this building and strike their souls with the power of the resurrection. May they raise their feet in their resurrection power and be identified with Jesus Christ in his resurrection. Would you stand with me? Hallelujah. In the message part in 1964, he said, we pray, Father, that you will send down grace and the resurrection power of Christ that you might restore, resurrect us to a living faith in the living word of this day. Hallelujah. It's resurrection power in the church again. You believe it? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm not worried about the undertaker. It's the upper taker. Amen. Who I want to be in contact with. You believe it? Amen. I'm going up in the resurrection. Are you going with me? I'm going up in that resurrection. Amen. Are you going with me, church? I'm going in that resurrection. I am that resurrection. Death can't hold me. Sickness can't defeat me. Amen. Satan cannot distort me. Amen. The grave cannot hold me. Corruption cannot uh, take this body because I'm living this moment in the presence of Jesus Christ. Oh, I love the old song. I'm living this moment. Hallelujah. In the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you living in the presence? What hope you have this morning. That you can leave the church. And go to your Easter dinner. And enjoy a good meal. Amen. And know that if you close your eyes. And God choose to pass you from this life. Into another life. When you wake up. You'll be in a brand new body. You believe it? Glory to God. Death can't scare us. Death cannot get a hold of us. Death is only a scarecrow. Believe it. It's just a scarecrow. Amen. Can't destroy me. Hallelujah. I can't die. You can't kill God. God cannot die. He might put your corruption six foot under. But incorruption is going to come up some glad morning. You believe it? Oh, what a resurrection we had this morning. I say, happy Easter to you. Amen. The miracle of Easter has happened, praise God. And you're alive and well. You went from a pauper to a rich man. Oh, brother Jimmy Hall used to sing, I'm a poor rich man. Some people judge a man by the clothes he wears and by the car he's driving in. But I'm here to say, don't work that way with everybody I know. I just got acquainted with some poor rich folks permeated by the Holy Ghost. And now I'm a poor rich man. You believe it? How many believe you are? Hallelujah. Death can't hold you. Sickness can't hold you. Devil's power cannot destroy you. Your purpose cannot be destroyed. Your heritage cannot be destroyed. Your family will not die. You will live to see the perfection of your family. You believe that? God bless you. Sing a song for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
of the age. You feel the a magnet, a current just pulling. Just like just the torrent of it just so strong. 
But praise God, we have a current, and it isn't running this way. Hallelujah. It's running straight up. Hallelujah. It's called the power of resurrection. Human power by law run in this direction, horizontal. But God's power runs vertical. Hallelujah. It's pulling us up higher above. Amen. All these waves of confusion and things that you experience in this life is getting us out of this place. Amen. To be with our Lord Jesus Christ. I trust today that be the greatest Easter day of your life. That you'll leave this place realizing that you're son of God. Born to not live in corruption, but born to live in the incorruption of God's declaration upon your life. That you're a son and a daughter of God. You believe that. You love him this morning. You appreciate him. Let's just bow our heads just one moment. Our Heavenly Father, we love you so much, dear God, as we come now to the close of this meeting. And we know, Lord, and the saints would go to their homes, their families to sit around and have a meal together. I pray that you'll bless them. Bless everyone in the sound of my voice. As the word went forth this morning, Father, I pray that resurrection power, Easter resurrection will come alive in every heart, Lord, every mind and every soul. This is a very special day, Lord. It's a very special miracle. The miracle of Easter has happened, Father. We, we, we hold it and we cherish it. We believe it. Go with us, Lord. Bring us back. The appointed time be with our young people as they travel. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and the church says, Amen and Amen. Servants will resume here this Wednesday evening, 7 p.m. sharp. I will be back in the family series this Wednesday evening at the Tabernacle. Be in prayer for the young people. And remember, uh, they'll give you uh, a little heads up again. You have to come pick up your, um, your children. It'll be later on tonight. God bless you as you go. Uh, may the Holy Spirit bless you. May His face shine upon you. Give you peace. May the blessings of the resurrection empower you today is my prayer in Jesus' name. Shalom to you. God bless you online as well. Let's sing one more song.